Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital. My name is Matt Bertram, marketing consultant. Marketing consultant. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. Uh, this is podcast number 567. It's the fifth one in 2023. Uh, is 2023 going pretty fast for you? I feel like it is. Like it's insanely fast. I think every year it speeds up. Yeah. And, you know, I have a theory about that. Maybe we should save that for the green room. We can for the for the uh, formerly known as the green room. Um, We're excited. We've got an article today. The article is how to conduct a content audit step by step. Petif to Ashley Segura. Um, She is a VIP contributor uh, over at Search Engine Journal. This is going to be a good article. We do have a review that I wanted to share with you. Really, Chris? Let's hear it. Yeah. So this review, it's from uh, Peter Germanzi, if I'm pronouncing that right. I think that's Uh right. It says, uh, and he actually left it uh, for EWR Digital over on uh, Clutch. And it's uh, EWR has helped us grow our search engine presence and provide a consistent flow of well-crafted content for our audiences. Uh, He gave us five stars. stars. It feels good to do that. Um, It's Friday. Right. Normally we do our podcast on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, it's think, the day after uh, rodeo kickoff in Houston. Rodeo cookoff kickoff. Yeah. In, that, in Houston. I can't right? even say it. Say that. Yeah. You had a good I've time? I've been dragging a little bit today. A little slow. A little I, got slow. A, I got a drip today. So. Yeah. 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 You should have just been taking my vital seat. Yeah. I, well, you just gave me some. So we'll, we'll see. Being back to normal. Let's just jump in. So my, my, I guess my point is uh, it's Friday. We want to get out of here. Um, we want to go party. We want to deliver great content <laughs> and then we want to go party. And so let's jump into this. How to conduct a content audit step by step. It's a fact that even the best content writers and search engine optimizers occasionally strike out with a new piece of content. <laughs> Just occasionally. Uh, for whatever reason, and despite your best efforts, not everything you publish is going to be a hit. Don't waste those non hits. Use those less than successful pieces of content to figure out where you went wrong, take action to correct it, and use that new knowledge to create stronger new content. What is a content audit and why is it important that that uh, will and then we'll give you step by step instructions for performing them on your own is what we're going to do in this podcast or, or have you prepared? I know you read it like you. you yeah, mentioned. I did read it. Um, yeah, let's get into it. All right. What is a content audit? Uh, So Ashley says that a content audit is a process of systematically inventorying and evaluating your website's current published content. The content you could be auditing runs the gamut. It could be web pages, landing pages, blog posts, product descriptions, videos, slide decks, white papers. She didn't include, I don't see infographics. Infographics, we'll add that to, to the list there. Good job. Karen. (laughs) All right. So first, why do you need to audit your content? Again, nothing is immune to the passage of time, including your content. Things that were once considered irrefutable facts become incorrect all the time. The internet age has only accelerated that process. Regular uh, content audits address the following questions. These are the questions that you want to address. I'll, I'll read them. Okay. Why don't you do one? I'll do the next one. Okay. What is your existing content? Is that content valuable? 
How do people find it? How is it performing? Is it accurate? Is it still accurate? Um, so a content audit, step one, set your goals. Like so, like everything, you know the, the age old adage of uh, ready, aim, fire. And then kind of the newer version of it is ready, fire, aim. I read that book. Right? Because like oh. if you're just aiming, the problem with ready, aim, fire is uh, a lot of people just are like ready, aim, and they never fire. Aim. Yeah. Aim. Aim. Yeah. Aim. Yeah. So better to ready, fire, aim. And before you do anything, so the first thing you should do is figure out how you're going to measure the content. So it's 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 not test and measure, it's measure and test. Know what you're going to measure and then test it. And especially in this case, because we're auditing existing content, you want to measure it and you want to set your goals. It's important to start with clearly defined objectives about what you want to accomplish. You should have at least one goal, at least, and then determine the metrics with which success will be measured. Here are things that you could include. Improving SEO results for specific pages or your entire website. Increasing engagement or conversions. Removing outdated or redundant content. Improving the standard of existing pieces of content. Deciding on a new organizational structure for your website. So step two, so step one, like figure out that goal and how you're going to measure it. Step two, collect and categorize content. By the way, we're going to split this particular podcast in two. This is going to be fairly short compared okay. to some. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll stop about halfway through and then, and then go on. So, so step two is collect and categorize content. First, determine which types of content you're going to be reviewing and collect their URLs. Now, you can do this manually with Excel and Google Sheets and put that spreadsheet together, or you could use an online tool like HubSpot or SEM Rush or Screaming Frog. That's what I would do. I love Screaming Frog. Yeah, that does it pretty quick. And and Ashley offers a pro tip. If your site is larger than a few pages, you will likely want to use a content audit tool. You know, I was auditing a website uh, just yesterday, and I was trying to find a tool because I, I wanted to turn it into a flow chart mm -hmm. of like, you know, an organizational site, uh, uh, a site map in the form of a flow chart. I couldn't really, like I found one tool, it didn't really do it. And part of the problem is that it didn't recognize that everything under this menu should have been a different layer, right, level. So everything was super flat and there was no kind of menu structure built into it. So I, I just had well, to do it by Well, hand. when you're building websites as well, um, building the content flow out, building on like the slug outlay, like all this stuff's really important to organize information. And, you know, if, if you have a small website uh, or you have one, one, one company that you're doing it for, you're, you're trying to organize content into different buckets and to get a sense of like, okay, we offer these five services, say how many blogs do we have written about each type of content, right? right. It, it is the first like layer. And then you can go deeper on that, uh, and 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 have those decision trees on information you can use things like answer the public yep. um there's a little tool seo minion that uh can help you sort content uh as well to figure out what topics to go after and um you know like i don't know how many people are doing this like i think people are not having a content calendar and they're just you know creating stuff now you can do this for sales assets you can do it for videos um you need to figure out 
like what are your goals right like and i know you talked about that earlier but i think it's so important of why are we doing a content on it what do we need to do well we're going to be doing xyz right like okay we're going to build out a content calendar for social media we're going to build a content calendar out for gnb posts or gbdp posts we're going to build a content calendar for uh new services or case studies or what whatever it is but you need to understand what what the goal is have that end in mind and then figure out well where are you at it's kind of like setting a baseline if you're going to be running a marketing campaign well we got to get a baseline and then we can figure out okay this is this is where we start from okay and we make changes are we going up are we going down right and so yeah doing a a content on it or even doing like a site map site map audit sorry i can't speak today site map audit for um you know a a project that you have or a website that you have super important like and and you know i just encourage you to dig into this because it's so valuable and if you don't know where you sit you you don't know where you're going you don't know what you need to do yeah yeah, in reality, you should stop and do some planning because you're going to spend time on this. And if you plan appropriately, that time is going to be spent really intelligently. Yeah. If you don't, then the time might just be spent. And that's not intelligent. Uh, all right. So we got a pro tip. Uh, you're you're going to want to use an audit tool. You'll want to track the following for each piece of content in a separate content details audit spreadsheet. You're going to want to track track the URL, the author, which team produced it. Is that the content team, the social team, the SEO team? I think you have different calendars in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Well, and and this is like lumping all, potentially lumping all of that. You don't want to lump it together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if you're using like an Excel or Google Sheets document, you um, have different tabs and one's social media, one's content, one's mini blogs, one's whatever, you know, so. Then content goal, what was the purpose of that content, backlinks, traffic conversions, the word count, how many comments that they have, shares, break this down by social. So one of the biggest things that that certainly that that we've improved as a company um, over the years, and it's certainly been something that I really focus on with our team. What is the purpose of this piece of content? Yeah. What do we want them to do? What action do we want them to take? What keyword do we want to rank for? What is the purpose of this document? And it might be multifaceted. Yeah. Okay. And to understand what that is and why it fits in and is it relevant and then how effective is it? Like you don't get answers to things that you don't measure. And so willy nilly just creating pieces of content for SEO or something like that. It's just, you're spinning your wheels more than you're helping yourself out. Right. And if you're really, clear with what your your goals are and your strategies are and what that piece of content's purpose is and how effective is it is at that you can improve that i mean we were talking earlier and we should have recorded uh, some of it uh but we were talking about funnels and we were talking about why don't you use the analogy of writing that hit song uh and maybe this is a tangent but i think it's certainly helpful because i think we should save it for okay yeah after the green room because that 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 keeps coming up so that's not something that that we'll forget, we'll hit it again right. uh, at some point. Um, all right, so how you structure mm-hmm. that information that we just outlined is determined by your goals. You may also wanna track some things like what product or service does that content support? The keywords that you're targeting with that content and and the word count, which I thought was in there, you know, it is in there. So uh, that's a repeat. 
All right, so step number three is to track metrics and analyze data. You're looking for tangible KPIs that allow you to assess the health and performance of your site. And specifically, you're doing this content audit. You're going to be making changes to content. You want to be able to assess whether those changes were valuable or not valuable. So you got to be able to have those tangible KPIs. Uh, so one, perform a past audit. Before we get into the data, you must backtrack and audit your past produced content. Hopefully, you've already got this in the spreadsheet. Maybe you don't. If you don't, you want to know that the content you've published perform how well it performs and to help you get a, a gauge of what kind of content you need to create in the future and what kind not to create. If you know how well it's done, whatever the criterion and everything that was, I don't know, an infographic failed, probably not, or a video succeeded, then you know that you need to create more of that. So there are some really great like social media tools out there that let you measure how well this post is doing against your body of post yep. or your last post and also what pieces of data, um, you know, what are people responding to? What is your audience responding to, to help you improve your content? Um, and you can do the same thing with, with blogs. Like one is like, is it getting unindexed from Google? Yeah, <laughs> Cause yeah. we have a lot of new clients that have come to us and they're like, they got Why is my rankings tanking. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the content is just non-original. Um, and that, that is, you know, one of the concerns with AI is, you know, uh, you gotta be more original here because if the content's not useful, uh, Google's going to take it out of the, the indexing. Yeah. Right. And so if it's not in the index, it doesn't help you at all. Right. And so, um, with, with blogs, you can one, is it indexed to like, you know, how much are people spending on it? Well, is it ranking? How many people are going to it? What are they doing on that site? You know, smaller sites, you don't have a lot of data to work with. Yeah. Like you, you actually have more data on the social media side uh, until you really get your blogs ranking. Yeah. And really there's a huge shift even, you know, cause primarily when I think content, I think blogs, I mean, like uh, we're not looking right now at how is this image performing? Like we are on yeah. videos, like you got video data, but, um, but how is like this image performing? I don't, I don't really know um, how people are assessing that, uh, assessing that. But, but I think, I think text content, and I think that, you know, you want to also probably think about uh, utilizing text content on other platforms where they're going to get a lot more traffic or running mm -hmm. even ads to that content to test it out better. Um, but, but your blogs should not just be for SEO. They should be, people should want to read them and they should rank and, um, you know, they should be answering questions in the search engines and, and it should be a, it should be a traffic driver to your, to your site. Um, you know, and, and if you're not doing that, run some traffic to it, you know, or share, you know, always going up, sharing stuff on social media, you know, they, and linking it back to your website's not necessarily a good thing because they don't want them to leave the site. Right. Right. Uh, you know, sometimes a window will open and they can read it from that, but but I think that um, you need to get people in front of your content to see how it does. Because yeah. if you don't know if you're producing good or bad content, you know, like you got to lay that baseline down. So, yeah. So assess that, you know, what kind to create, what kind not to create. You want to decide how far back you want to go for this content audit. Um, Ashley recommends going back at least one year and gathering data for 
how your content performed the year before. Um, many website analytics tools like Google Analytics or SEMrush's content audit tool can quickly inventory and your content based on your sitemap data. These can provide you with a list of content URLs to audit. So he gives the example of one of the reports. It's got the URL, the workflow status, so he can define like, hey, it's in progress or it's actually published. How many shares does it have? How many Facebook shares? How many Twitter tweets uh, or retweets? How many sessions on that content on that page? Average session duration, bounce rate. So to combine all these together can help you identify those outliers that deserve a second yeah. look because maybe maybe there's some type of content or some um, uh, subjects in the content that are are doing really well on TikTok or not doing so well on Instagram. My, my wife actually has a, a viral video on on TikTok, actually legitimately viral. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Uh, I, I told one of my business partners about it, and he was like, "What? Did, what is she getting naked?" Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't get from from here to there. Um, but no, it's 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 a it's about menopause, right? My wife went through early onset menopause, and that content is doing really well. So you might look at the breadth of work that she's doing that she's publishing, and you go like, okay, well, menopause, ironically, is actually doing really well on TikTok. So if you thought TikTok was only young kids, like that I, is not true anymore. I have heard that that's shifting a lot. I mean, it's really just like what is the average attention span of Americans? Oh and God, it's, it's getting shorter every it's day. It's continuing yeah. to get shorter. And well, guess the what? Goldfish is way ahead of us, man. <laughs> yeah. And and so I, I I'm, you know, I'm hearing really positive things about TikTok as well. Um, and, and the demographics are changing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, Facebook's coming back too. Yeah. So yeah. All right, so so perf so you got this content. You look you looked at it over the past year. You did an audit of it. Make sure you prepare yourself for ongoing audience. Uh, so now you can repeat this audit activity for new content weekly. Is Ashley's suggest suggestion? Upload the most recent numbers and statistics every week. Over time, again, take note of any drastic changes. And again, that that drastic change could be on TikTok or on Instagram or on Facebook. Or it could just be the bounce rate, or it could be whatever it is. You're looking for those outliers because they can tell you if if you dig into them and yeah. you spend a little bit of planning with them, you can understand why it's working that way uh, and, and make adjustments. Yeah, I, I think like however you're building out your your content calendar, uh, if it's weekly or if it's a, over a longer period of time. You, you build it into that model and you build on that information uh, to continue to have a, a living, breathing document that you can utilize versus something that you do once and then you put it on a shelf and it collects dust sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and she makes the note, right, in terms of assessing it weekly, sometimes evergreen content specifically can take months before it really takes off. So just know that some of these are will have lag times just depending on the type of content. That, um, that is so true, right? That is so true. Like topics are so important. Um, and then different topics, uh, different times. And, you know, it, you know, there's news, there's Google news strategies, there's different things that uh, if you're trying to grab attention, right, there's this constant level of attention. Uh, and then there's like, hey, look at look at this shiny object kind yeah. of attention. And I, I think that that's a really good note to know that evergreen content sometimes takes longer because 
you're having to wait for people to find it yep. and, and, and appreciate it and share yeah, it. And, yeah. yeah. And, and also like, you need to probably look at the topics too, on how many people, um, like if you're very narrow down on the funnel, um, those are going to be the right people, but there's not going to be probably as many of them. And so it's going to take a little bit longer to, to work through the process. Yeah. All right. So here are some metrics to track. Comments. A properly moderated comment section can add valuable user-generated content to your blog posts and articles. That makes sense. If one of your content goals is to build a community on your website, uh, you will want to know what content types and topics generate conversions. Use the UGC link attribute to ensure you're compliant with Google's requirements for link markup. Uh, so when it, what that's saying is there are sections on your website that if if it's user generated content should be defined to Google in schema as user generated content. And the links that come out of that need to be defined as user generated content. You need to be telling Google the proper story. Yeah. If you don't allow comments on your blog, check for comments on your social media posts about your content. Some marketers brush off social shares as vanity metrics. I can certainly say that to some degree, I think that way. And I also like to dig into the actual comments because there's a lot of value in them, right? So if you're just going for comments for comment sakes, okay, not, not a big fan, but if you're going to get comments so that you can um, mine th those comments for real nuggets that can help guide what you're going to do next like that's absolutely worth well well also the amount of likes that the post gets and the amount of shares really that the post gets and the amount of engagement just in general however you're measuring it um, there's actually a different point system for a lot of these algorithms right like short comments versus um long comments uh is well it tells you if the contents like resonate yeah, yeah resonate with people like it's not a vanity metric like it it that that's important to know to it's be, an impact yeah at, like, at, like at, if nobody's yep. liking your stuff or you got like just a handful of people liking it make better content yep. right um because the reality is like with your wife's posts it will go viral like if you're following the guidelines of what the platform's trying to do and you do things in a certain way and you're not putting links up in the post and you're following these right things and you hit on a right topic and you, you have enough authority, right. Or sometimes you don't even have to, because you know, they're, they're, they're showing it based on how much engagement it is like TikTok. You don't have to have all these followers because it's going to show based on interest. Yeah. So if you have a, a, even a small group of people, um, that are that are interested in talking about something, they're going to share it to them, and then it's going to share it to their friends. It's going to share it to them, and and that's how it goes viral because that's how real information travels. Yeah. So I, I can tell you, and, and just thinking about it right now, my search uh, process has changed, and, and, and what drove me is that at the conference that I was at recently, somebody was talking about how if they're looking for a product, they'll actually go to TikTok and look for reviews of the product, which hmm. I would never do, Interesting. right? Yeah. But at the same point, I know that I'm doing a lot more of my um, kind of background research on YouTube now. Oh yeah. Right. So I'm looking for videos to do it because I don't feel like reading an article or I'm doing it during lunch so I can listen to a quote unquote article or expert speak about it. Uh, instead of instead I'm of getting my to news from YouTube, yeah, I'm getting actually my my news from YouTube, and it makes a lot of sense too to to get little short snippets because yep. maybe I just need 
a couple pieces of information. I want to hear what a bunch of people have to say, a couple sentences about one or two things. And so I, I think that there's still a lot of opportunity uh, to create that content because there's a lot of times where I'm really interested in a topic and I go through a couple videos and then I'm like, I want more. Yeah, like yeah. I, I need more people producing content about that specific thing. And so, yeah, the searches is the search is changing for sure. So it's important. All right. So next, again, metrics to track uh, organic traffic, obviously SEO podcast. Ideally, your content will receive a lot of organic traffic. Uh, if you aren't getting organic traffic, you could these that could be a potential red flag. Perhaps something is wrong with, I don't know, your content strategy, how you're distributing the content, the queen that we reference that we use, which is content is king. Distribution is queen. And who wears the pants? That's the Jesus. queen wears the pants in the family. Uh, the content type and the actual content itself. So that really wraps up part one for how to conduct a content and audit step-by-step. -step. Uh, Patif to Ashley, it's a great article. Uh, we'll cover the rest of it. Um, just, a, just a teaser, right? So we're talking about metrics you should be uh, looking at. The next one is bounce rate. You want to hear us talk about bounce rate and backlinks? Come join us on the next podcast. Um, well, Chris, because we, we have more people watching our stuff, we, we, we should go back to uh, having um, props. And, and now I'm like, bounce rate. I'm like, bouncy balls and bouncy balls. And yeah, there's bobble that? heads. That's yeah. The, that's the bobble head. Yeah. By the way, if you're, if you're watching this, you know what that sound is. Cause you, you can yeah, see it. Well, we're, if you're we're, listening, we're you gonna, also know what it is. The, Cause the I just said big, it. <laughs> well, the next big focus. And I, I think a past podcast we had, um, we had the wrong input. So we apologize about that, but, um, we are focused on making higher quality content and, uh, adding adding more bells and whistles yeah. to the production side of things as we're getting more sponsors so we have another sponsor um that'll be announcing Coming soon. Yeah, yeah i'll be announcing it uh next i think probably next podcast and um and so so really this podcast was uh to to educate um our team as well as uh, everyone else out there we thought there was value in it and that's why why it was started um and and now now we're looking at um, really turning it into a business. We're gonna there there are ways on our website and Best SEO Podcast to support us, uh, value for value. We would love for you to uh, connect with us, like our stuff, share, comment. Um, Best SEO Podcast. You can find it anywhere, and uh, there'll be ways to donate. and And we're gonna really step it up. Uh, and uh, I have some. Uh, plans to build out a, a podcast network so and you can be part of that journey yeah, with you can us. be part of that and, journey. and you mm -hmm. may have already been part of the journey all the way up to now and, yeah. and if that's true we want to say thank you very much yeah uh, you guys have made us the most popular seo podcast one of the top internet marketing podcasts uh, on itunes in the no itunes tones tones uh itunes in the known universe and and we want to thank you for that patif to you yeah um if uh, if you would like to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, go to EWR Digital for increased revenue in your business. Uh, just once you're at EWRDigital.com, click the free consultation. Yes. It's right there in the upper right hand corner. Uh, schedule a time. You can schedule a time right there, real time with one of our internet marketing experts. Well, you it, will it, get it doesn't value. go real time right into the consultation. You schedule it. And then oh, yeah. set, and yeah. it sets the appointment. Yeah. So, yeah. This is. 
this is a situation where uh, the form on the website is standing by the internet marketing consultants you can schedule time with. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, go schedule that time. You will get value out of that call if you don't like reach out to me or Matt and we'll, like, we'll make sure that some value is delivered to you. Unless, of course, you're doing everything 100% correctly, um, in which case, why would you fill out that form? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for, for now. now.